0: We might as well start talking about Bruno. Um You guys have any bits? I didn't I uh, to think of like a good bit to start with. There's, I don't know any. It would have to be something about
1: Bruno, but they're all, they're they're all done by now.
0: Hmm.
1: Someone has beat us to all the good ones, I bet.
0: So what what pe what have people not memed to death yet? I'm pretty sure it's done. <laughs> yeah, I think it's done.
2: <laughs> oh, um, so the real miracle in Encanto, mm-hmm. it's the fact that those three babies all sleep at the same time.
0: Yes.
1: That's what we've decided. There's no way. <laughs> There's no way. Yeah.
0: That's I also impressive.
1: Really like to think that that scene where those people were like riding up on them to I guess murder them. Pow. Yeah. I like to think that they were kind of further off and Pedro who has his surprise triplets over there was like I'll I'll I volunteer. I will. I will slow them down. I'm like Pedro, no, they're pretty far back. I think we can. No, no, no. I got it, guys. You I'll guys, go. I'll go. You guys keep going. <laughs> oh well, Pedro. I think if we run, we can all make it. No, I don't. I don't think so. I'm gonna have to die.
0: <laughs> yeah, in the um sort of montage thing that they do towards the end over dosa or you see when he finds out he said that she's having triplets. He kind of faints, and then that's where he begins his planning. I think. <laughs> I think so. Too. Yes. We got to get out of this somehow. (laughs) That was the first time all three of them had slept (laughs) since they were born. (laughs) Uh, Oh, man. Well, um, so I really don't have a good idea for how to start this one. So let's say I don't know how to start yet, but something like. uh, uh, Welcome to the movies. My name is Ben Holt. And this is a podcast where my friends and I get to fill in our movie blind spots Uh, every week. Sometimes twice a week, if this does come out when it's planned to. Uh, we'll pick a movie that either I or a guest hasn't seen before, but really should have by now. This week, the movie is something that none of us had seen until at the very earliest, sometime in November, when it came out in movie theaters. And then I think a bunch of people saw it around Christmas when it came out on Disney+. Plus. And that movie is Encanto. So, Yeah. It's me, and Greg is back. Hey, Greg. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good, and Ray's back. Hey. So this is the first episode we're doing kind of like by popular request, because not just you guys, but almost anyone I've talked to, and not just people with kids, just want to talk about Encanto. This is the only movie that people are watching right now, so screw it. We're doing an Encanto episode.
1: <laughs> yeah. It seems unreasonably popular right now yeah we put
2: off watching it for a little while too and then when we finally watched it that's the only thing we've been watching and talking about so it's like oh yeah we we need to talk about this with other people
1: and people told us like you gotta watch this movie Um, and obviously yeah it's pretty popular right now I think it like hit the top of the billboard 100
0: (laughs) I believe it yeah
2: yeah I listened to it on um, Don't Talk About Bruno on YouTube and it told me it was like number three in music trending so.
0: She's yeah. yeah, I I totally believe it. It's um like we said it it came out I think Thanksgiving weekend maybe, but yes. Mm-hmm. It's um it's one movie that Disney only kept in theaters for about a month and then put it right on Disney Plus in time for Christmas. And that was a very shrewd decision because this is what people watched when they were home for Christmas break. Yeah. This is, I'm assuming anyone with kids I mean you guys could talk to that more than me, but yeah, that is, that is yeah. funny
2: because I hadn't heard of anybody like seeing it before Christmas. Honestly, I yeah. feel like I've only it had heard it already been out for a month it. technically. Yeah, yeah, I've only heard people talking about it now.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I know it, it. came out, and I was thinking like, if I need a movie to go do, that sounds fine. But it wasn't something that I was like, oh, I got to go see. And now, you know, two months after its original release date, it's like the only thing people are watching. Yeah. So
1: we definitely put it off for a while too. Is on Disney Plus. We're like, oh, cool. That'll be. We'll just leave that there, and then when there's a night where we got nothing to do, it'll be a movie to watch, and people kept telling us to watch it, our kid kept asking to watch it, and we're like, well, we can't really watch it with you, because then we won't be able to pay attention, <laughs> so we kind of got to watch it first. So
2: that one wasn't on for a while. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> so the uh, Encanto, a little above Muppets for her at this point, or...? Yeah, she actually likes Encanto. She
1: does like
2: Encanto. Okay.
1: Got a lot of songs.
2: It's a little annoying because she's going through a phase right now where she needs to know everybody's name and there is a lot of characters in Encanto. Yes, there is. So she has a lot of opportunity to ask who people are. Yeah. Over and over again. Over and over again.
0: Do you keep it straight at this point since she's like pop-quizzing you every couple minutes?
1: Yeah, I know every character's name okay, for good. sure, yeah. easily.
2: Although she insists that the children at the beginning of the movie should have a name and we don't know what their name is.
0: So. Ooh, that's tough. Yeah, yeah. the like three random villagers. Yeah, yeah, that's tough. And it seems like they're gonna, you know... I I guess they don't need names. They only really come back for a little bit at the end, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. But yeah, so she quizzes us on the names of the, like, 12 main characters constantly. So we know Who's your favorite? My favorite? Yeah. Honestly, I think my favorite is Dolores.
0: Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Sure.
2: What's yours?
0: Um... Dolores has a cool pair. Louisa seems pretty chill.
1: I immediately, now that we're talking about all these main characters, I feel like the first thing I noticed is their little like intro song. Mm -hmm. Very clearly, like, here's us introducing all our characters because there's fucking 12 of them.
0: Yeah, very smart. Yeah. Here's here's the character, here's the deal. It's like cats, but only in three minutes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I did see um, when I was like looking stuff up about the movie that. Lin-Manuel Miranda had made that song knowing that Disney was going to give him a hard time about having 12 main characters. He was like, they're not going to want me to have all these characters. I think he had mentioned that he had heard that they cut out Moana having a bunch of brothers and sisters. Or no, a bunch of brothers. I think she was supposed to have like eight brothers at one point. When he had worked on that, he had heard they cut them because it was like too many characters, like around the main characters. So he had wrote that song to kind of like prove like look no you can there's an efficient way to introduce all these characters and make sure everybody knows who they are
0: yeah it's cool everyone gets their own shine um, at least a pretty big chunk of a song if not their own song at some point in the movie but the uh, yeah. the mainest main character is Mirabelle played by uh, well voiced by Stephanie Beatrice who you may know from Brooklyn Nine-Nine where she's using a voice that's like several octaves lower than her natural voice so maybe you wouldn't recognize it in that case but uh, yeah I think everyone does a good job that's yeah. my that's my hard-hitting uh, wow. criticism do you want me we almost forgot should I
1: throw out a plot summary
0: yeah we didn't forget yet I, and, and usually we do like the what else you've been watching but it's uh, literally a day after I recorded the last one as I said in the last one I watched all five screen movies this week they're good
1: that's oh, impressive that's a lot but,
0: yeah yeah including the one that just came out on Friday so uh they're good you should watch them um, if you're tuning in just for the kids' stuff, though, you know, maybe it's not your speed. But that's fine. <laughs> that's fine too. That's fine too. Uh, uh, you guys, it's been a little bit since you've been on. Anything you've checked out, or just Encanto a lot? Encanto a lot. I don't yeah. can't think of anything else we've actually watched recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I that's can't okay. Think of anything new? Nope. Nothing. Okay. <laughs> Easy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I guess any of us really, we can put a minute on the clock and do a uh, quick plot summary. I got it. I figured you might live me one second. I think there's a clock now. A minute is tough. Yeah. Ready?
1: Yep. And go. So Mirabelle is part of this family. They all live in this magical house and they get a magic gift once they come of age. When it was her turn to get a magic gift, she got nothing and they don't know why. Uh, now she's older. She watches her youngest cousin get a gift. She's upset. Their magic house starts to break. They don't know why. She decides she's going to find out why. She doesn't find out why. The house breaks apart. She yells at her grandma about it. They leave. Her grandma says, oh, I guess I was a dick to you. And they rebuild the seconds. house. And then that's it because there's not really any plot or story.
0: Yeah, I figured uh, it wouldn't take you the whole minute. That's that's fine, though. That's yeah. that's the kind of thing that Disney's doing now. We'll get more into the nitty gritty and, and the granular stuff later. But uh, he didn't miss anything, right? I mean, there's a lot of songs on the way
2: there. There's a lot of songs on the way there. I should have hummed them as you went along.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> ben, I'm dying to know. Mm-hmm. Like,
0: just overall, your opinion on this movie? Well, like, uh, I don't know if you've heard of this before, but Encanto means charm, and I thought this movie was charming. Uh, <laughs> we didn't set uh, that up at all. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, it's 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 cute. I had a good time. Okay, yeah. It's, um, you know, I, I think I'm been having something of an issue connecting with some of these Disney movies lately. And don't say it's cause I'm 30. Um, it's, and don't have children, but you know, I don't know. It's just like, you never had any struggles between you and your abuela. I have not. No. Um, I know a lot of people have, and it's good to, I, I don't want to be dismissive. I, I liked it. I thought it was, I thought it was really good, but I just, um, yeah, I don't know. I, Keep accidentally making it sound very negative, but I like this movie. I think it's good. Okay. I
1: don't know. Yeah. So
0: negative about it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah. How about you guys? What was uh? We we can do like kind of surface level opinions and then dig in. Okay.
1: Yeah. You Ray, you can go first.
2: Um. So I think they did a lot of things really well. Um. The music hit so hard in this movie, like way more than I think other Disney and Pixar movies have lately um like I've always been a big fan of Moana and I know that Lin-Manuel Miranda worked on that one but this one I feel like was you know significantly like a few steps up from that um and I think the character design was really cool like you could tell they had a lot of fun designing them they paid a lot of uh attention to detail with that um you know, just their powers and how they all worked and how it related to them and all the family members, I think was really cool. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I really connected with this one. I think the music really carried it.
1: So I agree that the movie, the music really carried it, but I felt like it felt flat. Otherwise like it, I felt like they didn't tell me any story. I, I really didn't get a story out of this or like any plot. I feel like I need that. That being said, it's a musical and the music is so good and the characters are so good. I think it's still one of Disney's better movies, even though it's missing like a story and plot because the, the things they did right really do carry them really, really hard.
2: It was also super interesting watching this one as opposed to some of the other ones because you could tell it had like a super strong Broadway influence on it. Like, I don't know. None of the other ones really have that. It's you know they're there they're telling a story sometimes there's a song thrown in but this one was really built around the song and the dance um so it's kind of like watching a play
0: it was compared to this well, Disney, did, has- yeah because there's one set
2: yeah yeah they're yeah. all they just they're in the house yeah. the the time yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: i feel like compared to this disney doesn't have any other thing any other movies at all i would call a musical
0: like this is like a music okay i mean if we're talking disney that's kind of like their thing but
1: I know, but like <laughs>
0: compared to this, there are others are not like this recently, recently for sure. Like, I guess, I mean, there's, there's a decent amount of songs in most of their movies, I would say
1: they are, but I feel like the songs just happen or someone just sings them. At,
0: yeah. I mean, most, most classic Disney movies are somewhere short of a musical just because of the, the number of songs is usually, I think a little, usually a little lower. Yeah,
2: I think because like this one kind of like set the bar somewhere else, you know. Like this is like a very clearly like purely a musical. Um, Before this one, I would have said like all those Disney movies were definitely musicals. Now it seems
0: okay. You're yeah, you're just saying this is kind of like you know moving the goalposts a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I I I think I see what you're saying, and I think we're all saying kind of the same thing. Um, Yeah, I feel like this
1: this movie too. All of the songs, or a lot of them, like move the plot forward too. And I feel like that's not always the case with Disney movies. Sometimes it's just songs. So like, hey, here's a song. It's fun. We're gonna sing. Um, but this, I feel like, it needs all its songs. They move it forward. It's there's almost nothing happens in between the songs. It's just these songs
0: moving things forward.
2: Yeah, and I feel like that's very Broadway esque.
0: You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um... And uh, before I forget, just because think about stuff that happens in between the songs when she goes into Bruno's room, the tower, and has to climb and stuff. And there's the toucan there. Mm-hmm. That toucan, of course, played by Alan Tudyk. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> I <laughs> didn't even think about. Looking I for had where that it note. <laughs> yep, yep, as always, it is a diverse cast that makes sense for the movie that it for where the movie is set. And Alan Tudyk. That Plus is. That is true of this, uh, Ryan the Last Dragon, mm-hmm. I think. Yep. And Moana. I am happy because now I'm represented as well. Yeah. And,
1: uh, <laughs> and in the capacity I want to be, to be honest.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, and I was looking at the cast list. I was like, I guess the two kid has, you know, he goes like, uh, squawk. And you're like, oh, this guy's going to be around for a while because that's Alan Tudyk. And it's like, not really. He's no. It's- no, he plays the dumb chicken in Moana, and you're like, it's kind of surprised that they bring in Tudic just for that, and then this, I can this is substantially less. The dumb chicken, yeah, exactly. That's so your representation, <laughs> yeah, pretty accurate. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I, yeah, Tudic is He's the, the champion, I he love is him somehow so much. lifetime employment. He just hangs <laughs> out wherever Disney does we need their you voice to make recording. Some
1: squawking noises for a little bit, Alan. He does a really
0: good job with it. Yeah, the weird
2: animal rule is just cool.
1: I really want to know like, how long he is in like the
0: studio. It's like two hours for the whole movie.
2: I noticed right? the toucan also has a name. Like, why? Yeah, yeah, the toucan is not in it very long.
0: I think He's not in it very long. It's not even like he has a relationship with the, you would know better, the tiny one who can talk Antonio, to animals. yeah. Yeah. It's not like he has a relationship with Antonio where Antonio expresses that he knows his name. But in the cast list, he, has, he is a named character. It's, I, I Honestly, I've seen so that. Maybe with, the leopard would have a name. I've seen that with other uh, like.
2: Yeah, but he's not voiced by Alan no, Tudyk for some yeah. <laughs> reason. Why isn't he voiced by Alan I don't know. <laughs> I
1: swear in other movies where they brought Alan Tudyk in to be an animal, they credit his animal with like a name. And now I'm wondering if he's just got that in his contract. Like, I want to pick the name yeah. of the animal.
0: <laughs> I mean, for real, it, it probably is a, like a crediting. Issue. It's probably if you care if you're playing a character that isn't named. I imagine you get compensated much less. Huh?
2: Um. Um, He has to like pick it to get into character. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I need to get into Pico's mind. Um. Pico the toucan's mind. uh All right. So there's a two the two tangent. Um. Uh. Yeah. I think the music's great in this, and Lin Manuel Miranda obviously constantly right on the edge for me of being substantially overexposed. And for some reason, as cringy as I find him at times, I do enjoy the stuff that he does (laughs) usually. And uh, in spite of myself, and it not being like, you know, second term Obama, everyone loves Hamilton, Brain, I'm just still like, the last couple things he's done, I really like. I don't know why. Um, I thought Tick, Tick, Boom was great. That was his directorial Mm -hmm. debut. And I think the music in this is really good too. I didn't check out Vivo this year, which I guess he also... Um, did and then In the Heights I thought was really good he didn't direct that but he obviously wrote the original that they were
1: there. yeah I'm really curious as to like exactly how much of his involvement was in this film just because of how important all the music is to it because like for instance we know he did the songs for Moana but it seems like he didn't have any involvement in Moana other than like he wrote those songs but with this it seems like he had more than that than just like I don't think they just called him up and was like hey we need a couple songs kind of thing. It seems like he was like really involved in this project.
0: Yeah. And he's kind of been at the forefront for publicity since the movie came out. And you Mm -hmm. can see a lot of stuff that really centers him and his ideas for what they wanted to express through the music. And like you said, so much of the plot happens in the music. So he's very involved on that end. And in bringing in the actual, not that other people aren't musicians, but like the, the non-character singing parts, which I think is at the party, and then towards the end with those araguitas, mm-hmm. um, those are both like actual Colombian famous singer people.
1: I, I, yeah, I knew the the caterpillar song was in the end. Yes. Um,
0: yeah, it's called the caterpillar song.
1: Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I can't. I don't want. I'm. I'm just going to pronounce it horribly. So. Yeah,
0: yeah. We should probably uh, at the top we'll put a disclaimer. I'm not trying to be racist. I just. I, I think you did it right. Actually. I have a very specific accent, and I, I can't do any. I can't do anything about it. And I apologize. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the songs in this movie are so good they're all so catchy like when i was watching this too uh just because of the time of the year it is too on um, my immediate thought is like okay where is this gonna fall in the oscars like is this getting a nomination as i like you know we started up because i want to know what's gonna win for best animated got to get that point on the sheet you know what i mean and then as soon as they started this and some of the music started i was like oh man this is getting a best original song nomination for sure and then we're like halfway through this movie and i'm like can you get more than one best original song nomination because this this has some real good ones. And then by the end, I was like, I don't even know which of these is gonna get nominated. So that was fun to try and guess like, and then I had to do some research to realize that like they're picking what they're like offering
0: up to be nominated.
2: So Ben, you know? I, I'm really interested to know yeah. what you think about their choice for nomination.
0: Um, I can see I can see why they picked it. It's the sort of emotional climax of the movie. It's the caterpillar song for um, anyone who doesn't what, do. I, what I don't yeah, two two little caterpillars or whatever. Uh, I think that's like the little translation. Maybe there's some nuance that I'm losing there, but um I I always prefer when it's sung by a person in it. I realize that's supposed to sort of be Pedro is the mm-hmm. yeah. That's kind of supposed to be like him doing it like spiritually, sort of. That's what that's what I think Lin-Manuel Miranda said oh, okay. in a YouTube video my sister kind of had sense. me watch after watching the movie. But um, yeah, for me, I always prefer when it's like an actual number that characters in the movie do. But that never happens anymore. At least this happens in the runtime of the movie and it isn't just over the end credits like most Best Original Song nominees are.
1: Okay, yeah. When I saw this one, I was definitely surprised. Because I was like, "Oh, this is like the song I don't know anything about. It's the only one that's not stuck in my head." But after watching this movie again, I was like, "Oh no, this makes sense. It is a really, it is a really good song. It is the like emotional climax of the movie." Yes. I think what didn't hit with me at first is that it's not sung by one of the yeah. cast members, and it's also in Spanish. So I, I was like, "Yeah, it's not catchy for me." Well, yeah, it's because I couldn't sing it. So, yeah, that's why it doesn't, like, stick with me. It's because I I don't actually know what they're saying.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I thought it was interesting, too, because, like, every other song in the musical is, like, really upbeat and catchy. And this one, you know, is the only one that's kind of like a ballad and is kind of, you know, soft. And, yeah, it's super emotional in the movie. But taken out of context, I feel like, you know, like you're at the Oscars and you're watching this being performed, somebody who's never seen the movie before. Are they going to get a good idea of what the movie's about by listening to that song?
1: I don't know. I don't think you'll get a good idea of what the movie is about, but I think it'll be a better song performed on its own because it is even just with the song in Spanish. Like it's emotional, like just hearing it, like its tone and everything. Whereas if you threw out like we don't talk about Bruno and someone hasn't seen the movie, you'd be like, what the fuck is this? I don't know, man. I think this thing, it kind of. It's, yeah. it's, it slaps. It's a slap, but you'd definitely be like, what is I'd fucking I'd
2: really happening? want to see it performed. This guy's it got some on but his it's,
0: back. You know, <laughs> there's a lot of the visual component <laughs> that you'd lose, and that yes. that won't happen with this song I agree. if so it's performed on the broadcast.
1: After like listening again, I, I think that was the right pick, honestly.
0: I, I think it was, too, for that reason. It's not my favorite song in it, but I think you can really picture that in an Oscars broadcast.
1: Maybe if I actually spoke Spanish too maybe that would be my favorite song I don't know
2: well they have it in English at the end
1: they do they do but that's like during the credits I think or it something. is during the credits yeah. yeah I'm not paying attention anymore
2: but you've got the translation
0: yeah yeah is it as good as the song from Eurovision last year no but like it's <laughs> it's still pretty good um I uh yeah probably Bruno I really like the intro song I like the meta <sighs> a word I said a lot when I was talking about Scream on the last episode. I like the meta layer of it being, you know, where there's a lot of characters in this movie, we're going to really specifically tell you who everyone is and what their whole deal is. Yep, to start. Um, smart. And I like that. It was still really catchy. Um, that I mean, like you said, everything else is a lot more upbeat in it. So
1: I honestly thought like before we looked it up that it was going to be that pressure song.
2: Yeah, surface pressure.
0: That seems like that would have been in the... Kind of running. There's the the um the I want song that happens early in, in any Disney movie. Yep. That from uh, Mirabelle. Yeah, that one's I fine. think Stephanie Beatrice does a good job with that too. But yeah, I thought those two were early ish contenders, but then that comes in at the end, you're like, oh okay, this is what they're doing.
1: Yeah. What
2: else can I do is also really good.
1: They're all good. Mm-hmm. I think lin Lynn Manuel Miranda have made eight original songs for it, and they're pretty much all great, honestly. Although I think a big part of it is like the visual component. I had uh, like went and did a bunch of research on it. But I think they said this is the first like Disney movie where they hired choreographers immediately and kept them on throughout the whole filming process. So I guess normally they go grab them after and they're like, hey, like check out this scene kind of thing. Like we need you to do something about this scene. And this time they got them at the start and they were like, okay, we need you for the whole thing. And they had them do it live. So they did live choreography for it, filmed it, and then they had someone who they had hired who went to work with the animators to like essentially help them translate this live reference material into the animation. Um, so I think that's why it like came out so cool. And I know they were saying like, They caught a lot of like really minute details because now they had someone there telling them like you know yeah yeah you can't miss that little like flip of the hair that's important for this or like you know little things like that. So they were able to. There's a lot of details happening in these scenes and these like dance numbers that play during these songs is eight major characters every time all kind of doing their own thing. It's all important and they like kind of capture it all. And I feel like it's kind of like a new level. I think they said it took them five months to make sure that they had the characters animated, like, on beat to the songs.
2: I think they had said, too, that they gave each individual character a different dance style, too. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mm-hmm. they all have their own dance styles.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you, and then that's reflected also in the music, if, you know, for certain people, is a different kind of style, too. Uh, and I think that's a good way to transition into talking about the animation in this movie that is really good. Um, So good. It's yeah, it's, it's really good. I think, if you look at the, if you play a lot of video games, you'll know that um as realists whatever other graphics can get artists still seem to struggle with hair i thought the hair in this movie looked really good
1: the hair is awesome in this yeah. movie yeah and
0: yeah. It, you know it moves in in a way that's just like photorealistic without getting into the uncanny valley almost in, yep. in a really cool way
1: one thing too i probably a little more character design than animation but um it looks like they fucking brought in like a genealogist Like if you look at the characters like they all are very clearly a family and then when they have like you know the grandkids like you can see like this is this should be the those should be the parents like it it matches so perfect Mm -hmm. and then they do add in like outfits to kind of like pair the families together we noticed. Um, when you look at the uh, abuela when she's young, one in those like flashbacks, she looks just like one of one of the grandkids looks just like her. Isabella,
2: yeah, yeah Isabella, and Isabella is like the perfect one, so that might be why she likes her so much.
1: Yeah, she looks just like abuela did when she was uh, younger. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of stuff too. They like they, I don't know, there's
2: just a lot of attention to detail. And, and
0: as it. I was watching it, I assumed that's thematically what they were going to do because in the prophecy where it seems like, um. Mirabelle and Isabella have to like hug. I was figuring like, oh, that must actually be the grandma. Right. I thought mm-hmm. that too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, oh yeah. And then they look like each other. So yeah, that's probably what it was more getting at. Yeah. Um, I like that they don't put too fine a point on that, that there's a little ambiguity still.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They just did a real good job. The animation though, especially too, like I said, for these dance numbers, like it does not work if all these characters aren't like on beat. And especially for like the, we don't talk about Bruno song they're all dancing their unique dance styles like at the same time especially at the end when they're all like singing their own song and it all like overlaps in a way that it like just sounds awesome they're also doing like a dance number the whole time they're like setting the table and dancing and stuff um and other points of the movie too but especially during that one when um the one of the older cousins camilo is dancing his little ability is a shape shape shifts But he does it, like, while he's dancing and stuff. And, like, it just looks really cool the way he changes, like, randomly. And in general, his animation's always really good because he'll jump and be someone else and then land as somebody else and uh, things like that. And that looked really, really cool.
2: And you had pointed out that he changed his voice when he was singing at one point, too.
1: Yeah, when he shifts into one of the people at one point while he's singing, his voice changes, like, midway through his, like, little thing he's singing. And I was like, oh, wow, that's they put a lot of thought into this.
0: Mm-hmm. I think it does a really good job with, um, uh, there's so many different styles of animation, obviously, and different methods for how people have tried to interpret animation that people actually want to look at into computer animation. And it took a while. Um, but they move like so fluidly, but without making it feel creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is a thing that can absolutely happen. I saw the,
1: person they had hired to do like the choreography and then like work with the animators to make sure everything was right they had like a little quote of them talking about how they were like a little nervous at first when they went to the animators because they're like they didn't know a lot about animation so they weren't sure like how much they could push it essentially and tell them like oh no that has to be a little different and they said they were watching like one of the heads of animation like looking at a character and being like mm, no Isabella's leg has to be it can't be turned like that. It's got to be turned a little more. And they were like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, they can see everything. They can do a lot. Yeah. And that's when they realize, like, okay, yeah, we can be, like, really nitpicky about this kind of stuff. And it's, like, little things like that. Like, someone's legs, like, turned at a little bit of a weird angle. And you don't think much of it. But if you see it as, like, a viewer, you're going to be like, oh, something just... You would never notice it, but you do just have that feeling that something's not right and you never get anything like that with this this movie. Everything just like mm. it seems so natural and perfect the and way that's it's That's a big
2: part yeah. of like art, especially like fine art too, is that fine artists know anatomy really well. So like you could be looking at a picture and you could you just have a feeling that something's not quite right and it's because like the arm is actually like one third too long or something like that. Like yeah. that's something that's you know, if you're a really good artist, it's something you pay attention
0: to. There's the the series of Robert Zemeckis movies that he made entirely in mocap, which from that you might not recognize it, but by name you would. He did the um, Polar Express movie, the Beowulf movie, and the Jim Carrey um, Christmas Carol movie. Mm-hmm. Those are normally cited as like this is animation that makes you feel like you're gonna vomit. I was gonna say <laughs>
2: all very creepy, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: because so it's it's fully mocap performances translated. You know, I think he does it like almost like. Procedurally into an animated form or whatever, um, and it's just kind of off-putting in a way you can't really put your finger on. Yep. So the way that in this movie there still is, even with them moving realistically and like the hair bouncing and mm-hmm. stuff, it's still like you know an artist made this to look good, not to try and be like a perfect human. Yes. And mm-hmm. an, and yeah, I, I think it just it just looks awesome.
1: Not to mention there's like. I don't know. I think they keep referring to it as about a dozen, but there's like 10 like family members that are like main cast. Oh no. I think it is a dozen because of the husbands too. So yeah, there's like 12 main characters who like all have a very unique style that does not like change throughout the movie. So you do have to like be consistent with a unique look and feel to them. And like they're very well-developed characters and they had to animate all these people all the time. It wasn't taken so long, like the effort that would go into that.
0: For real and and we touched on it a little bit before but i think the actual like character models the way that each character looks is uh it's just really really well done and you know it, it that helps that that goes into everything else it, you get a lot of personality and a lot of soul everyone looks different and unique in a way but still like you said they look related yeah they all I look was, related i
2: yeah. was thinking you know there's so many characters that's going to help the toy line Yes. Too,
0: yeah that, help the toy line. Yeah, but a they, lot of characters to you know walk around disney parks and stuff
1: uh-huh. yeah they are though they're all really well developed because you can ask like who's your favorite and, uh, like i really do think i think it was like oh i think dolores might be the like my m- one that interests me the most and it's like what she's like a one of the cousins you know it, it, she doesn't have that big of a role but they do enough with her where you really get a feel for this character it helps that they all have their gifts. And if you pay attention, you know, their gifts kind of, like, relate to who they are as, like, a person. But they build a lot on that. Like, she always talks really quietly. She sings quietly. She moves kind of, like, slowly and smoothly. And, like, all her steps she takes in her dances seem very, like, precise and careful. And it's because, like, you know, she hears everything, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's just stuff like that. And just her, like, her whole look, everything kind of goes together and I feel like they did that with like every single character they Greg went other way saw forward.
2: something right before we started this podcast where um, somebody noticed that when they're clapping for Antonio at his celebration, Dolores claps with just two fingers. Just like she
1: mm. taps her index fingers together.
0: <laughs> That's funny.
1: And yeah. like, why? Like you, it, it probably took people so long to notice She's this way
2: in the background. You would
1: know. But they're like, no, this is important for this character. This is how they clap. Like
0: yeah. this is, this is key. <laughs> yeah. The attention yeah.
2: to detail is just crazy.
0: So you think there's any part of this house where the house can't see you? <laughs> yes. The rooms. But it made the rooms. It made them, but it can't go in them. It made the
2: rooms. Them. I think the miracle made the rooms.
1: Yeah, I think the you, you can't unless you get bad luck and you don't get a room ever. Yeah,
2: like Maribel. <laughs> yeah, she- yeah, and
0: then you you're. <laughs>
2: Why? That's why they're so to, like, close. like
0: Harry Potter in the Durst- They can build house.
1: things. Why would they not at- put build a room onto the house? Let her they, in a they shed. They straight I'll up say-
0: hated that girl. <laughs> they did. I had
2: a very serious problem with that. Like, yeah, We we
0: can get and... into like actual story stuff, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they hated that girl. They yeah, hated like, her. Like your child
2: no had the biggest disappointment I think you could ever come up with like in anybody's life, right? Like she's promised a superpower. Not, not
0: only the biggest disappointment but then is blamed for it personally. And, yeah.
2: <laughs> (laughs) And then her parents aren't like, oh my God, we need to do something special for this kid to make her not feel like a pile of garbage. Like, you can't give her her own room. She has to live in a baby nursery. Yeah, she's like
0: a (laughs) high schooler and she lives in the nursery. She lives
2: in the nursery. There's like the alphabet 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 on on the wall. wall. (laughs) (laughs) You can't give her her own room. You can't build an addition onto the house. Like, there's got to be a place to put this kid.
1: No. No. Abuela sucks. Like, I think you're supposed to feel like she's been redeemed by the end of the movie. I didn't really feel that way. I don't understand how Bruno, who had to live in the walls for 10 years, and, and Maribel, who like was just shit on for 10 years, how they could ever be like, okay, we like him well again.
0: She's like, oh, I'm sorry. I've been a bit of a dick. And it's like, yeah, you have. For 10 years. For 10 years, lady. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted you to be like more impressive. Like, okay,
1: thanks. Lady. Now I realized that was probably not cool. Oh, okay, cool. We're best friends now.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we're overstating it, but not by much. And she was, you know, just like forcing one of her granddaughters to get married. They apparently never even asking, do you like this person? Yeah. It's not because it's not a situation where they have to marry for like financial security. They're just like, you're going to marry that guy. Yeah. Yeah why well they were a
1: lot of plot holes they weren't super yeah. clear on that though that she just mentioned that she didn't want to marry him it, it could have just been like something like they were like oh you know there's this guy like it would be really good like what about him you know that would be a that would be a really great union kind of thing and then she has that feeling like oh, okay they're okay i see what they want me to do this kind of thing
2: can we talk about that mom so they come to dinner, right?
0: The the weather mom?
2: No the oh, um, the, the, the mom of uh, Mr. Mariano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they're they're at dinner. He's at dinner with you know the family and his mom, and uh, she says something like
1: the Abuela's like this will be the these two families joining together will be so good for the Encanto is what Abuela says, and she says it is. Let us, uh, it will be great. Let's just hope that nothing horribly ruins tonight. <laughs> that is funny.
2: No, but the the mom says well. Since oh. we all have talents, um Since my all of you son have would talents? like to play a song. <laughs> well
1: yeah. We're like kinda, that is a little bit talents? oversimplifying it. I just watched one of them lift up a house.
2: <laughs> yeah, Louisa can lift up a house, but my son can play the piano. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Dad, yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, I guess that family has a bad mom too. I don't know. <laughs> or or a good mom.
1: No,
2: yeah, she she just is yeah. very supportive. She is very supportive. You see her very in other supportive. scenes and she's like, you know, like Picking dirt out of his hair or something. Yeah, like she she loves, loves her son. Her kid, she
1: guess, he does so. not live in a baby nursery or in the wall. I bet.
2: No, no, but I mean that's a little fool yourself if you think like your son compares to like these people like can control the weather and.
1: <laughs> Honestly, out of everyone, the person had the worst, poor Bruno, having the
0: ability to see the future. It it uh, like
2: eh, that's a curse. That's not well, good,
0: especially when literally every person is blaming you for what happens, despite the fact that it is very clear that you're just like, oh, I can see a future. And that's like, you know, sometimes bad stuff happens in some people's futures. Yeah. <laughs> and you're immediately. Yeah. And they're like, you did this. It's like, no, what are you talking about? <laughs> Guess I got to live in the walls for you're, 10 years. You're your vision killed my
1: goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> we also like that all of his visions, like all the bad stuff he predicts is very mild because it's a kid's movie. So it's like someone's goldfish dies. Someone else gets fat. Someone loses their hair. And it's clear that he can't actually give out like real bad visions because like, it's still a kids yeah. movie you know what i mean <laughs> so that's was their like bad visions
2: yeah they
0: shouldn't have got their powers back at the end right
2: no i i don't know i'm so confused like i think it, i
0: think it's sort of like about um you know like the royals just like sucking money out of the british economy for no reason like they don't do anything yeah. they don't provide a service mm-hmm. um so i think it's about that okay so it's too bad that they got restored at the end <laughs> Well, they do
1: something, though. They do a lot of work.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. just pick one place for the church, and then like, you don't have to ever move it every other day. <laughs> Could
1: you reroute the river?
0: <laughs> I, Put
1: a lock on the bar until the like, donkeys do get about? out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Lock the gate. The donkeys don't need to be out all the time.
0: Oh, so you think it's more of like, um, well, did Brad Bird direct this? No, he didn't, because nope. he's Pixar. So I guess there's not an Ayn Rand overtone, but- um, I, if these people stopped relying on these superheroes so much, they would just figure out how to lock their damn donkey gate. Yeah. So yeah. you think that's the point of the movie? No, I don't know. <laughs> they didn't give a lot of We plot. don't know the point of
2: the
1: movie. These people no, are
0: coddling. The, 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 the people point of the movie of is this random valley definitely something so. <laughs> with like
1: intergenerational trauma because yeah. like the the event that like reconciles everything is Maribel realizing that her grandmother's an asshole because her grandmother's life was horrible and like yeah. she had to flee. And watch her husband be murdered and then, like, try to pick up the pieces with her triplets.
2: Yeah, there are messages, but there's no—the story is not right. They're, they're missing lots of pieces. Like, Greg said that, um, you know, Lin-Manuel Miranda was like, I'm going to show you that we can have 12 main characters and we're not going to lose the plot. Because that's what the—in Moana, they're like, we're going to cut out all these brothers because we want to focus on the plot. Well, I don't think he succeeded because we don't have a plot, really. You know? We have these really great characters and these really great songs, but I feel like I there's mean, so many questions. It's, that are
0: just... it's a really good adventure story for today because no one leaves the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm that's, just, that's true. I think the thing that upsets
1: me is the characters are great. Those songs, are, I think, are like the best songs I've heard in a Disney movie. The the whole song scenes are all incredible of them like dancing and I all mean, that. like Aladdin
0: has good songs too. Like, what are we talking about
1: here? <laughs> yeah. Aladdin
2: does have great songs, but I don't know.
0: These ones are better. I, okay.
1: Well, I guess we'll get into that later. Well, I don't know. Yeah.
2: I guess I haven't thought,
1: I guess far. I haven't really thought to. It's the, it's not just the songs. It's the whole, like the scene, like, everything that's happening while these songs are playing is just really, really well done. But it's not a great movie because they don't tell you a story. If they had just, like... And they had, like, so many, like, things they were laying out where I was, like, they could have put together a really good story, I feel like, especially the whole thing, you know, Bruno disappeared. He had seen something that made him, like, leave. I was like, oh, this could be anything, you know what I mean? And then them kind of hinting at, like, is Bruno going to be the villain? Like, you don't know... We we noticed that we saw that someone had mentioned, like, he's he's green.
2: He's the Disney green.
1: Like, that villain green they use. Yeah. That, like, green glow kind of thing to, like, hint, like, ooh, is he the bad guy kind of thing?
0: Um, they, they really set up, like, this guy's going to be a real weirdo at the very least. Yeah. So, I'm, I like the payoff that it was John Leguizamo playing him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he was a real weirdo, but <laughs> I did like that they made him very superstitious. Yeah. So, yeah. that was kind of, yeah, like, funny. more
2: character development, though. Yeah.
0: I I like the little, like, personalities that he has to swap, like, code code switch into. Because, like, one guy does... The spackle. Just one guy (laughs) mixes the spackle, yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah. his real gift was acting.
0: (laughs) Yeah. um, So I I give it a little bit more credit than you do story-wise. It's definitely a sort of more modern plot structure in the sense of it's kind of... It's not like a hero's journey necessarily... She does have to like accomplish a thing and kind of go on a journey, but the journey is these people should have been in therapy yeah. and like learn communication <laughs> skills. It's not she has to go find the golden fleece or like, you know, yeah. and defeat an so, evil witch or something. Yeah, that part is laid to, out okay. They need to talk to each other, which I think is the point. Yeah. I think that that's I very feel like they much intentional. Done it better because it was like literally because yeah i get that that that's laid out but it's like
1: she literally went and talked to just just her sister she has two sisters out of 12 main characters she talks to two characters And literally, like, the first time, like, as if she's never talked to him before, how do you not realize your sister has too much to do and is, like, under all this pressure? The very first time you ask her, like, hey, are you okay? She's like, fucking no. (laughs) And then your other sister- No, I'm
0: not. I have a whole song about this very topic. And then the same thing, your other sister, you go to
1: and you're like, anxiety soundtrack. (laughs) You're the one who all movie, I keep shitting on how perfect you are, you're- Perfect and selfish. And she's like, the fuck? You think all this? And they're like, what, well, you've never talked to this sister either? Is it because they have rooms and you don't? You just don't want to talk to them? Like, as soon as you say any words to them, they just spill their guts to you. It's not like...
0: <laughs> well, there's a lot of people to, to get through. I know. Um, Yeah, I I, I don't know. I, I think I give it a little more credit than you, but I I totally see what you're saying, too.
1: Yeah, like I said, there's a, stuff I liked a lot. I just wanted more story. And it's not necessarily either to, like... I. The, the idea too there's, there's no bad guy you know which i think is fine i know like that's not a super uncommon thing at this point to be like oh there's no villain in the story although there are a couple people you could argue are the villains <laughs> abuela is an asshole <laughs> not really the villain she's like the main character uh ray likes to think her villains are in the very first song you know how maribel's singing up- little
0: kids who won't take the hands
1: no, no, it's not the little kids, so they're all, she's singing about how everyone has these great powers and the kids are like, what are your power? And the song stops. And then the kids are like, what about your power? And this three grown ass adults there with music, instruments, and they throw her an instrument and they start playing the song again. Those three grown ass adults know very well that she does not have a power. Yeah, they were there. They, they were
2: there. They're they very there. eager to see what she is going to say. <laughs>
1: they're like, there. oh,
0: we got to see how this plays out. Yeah,
1: there's three villains, at yeah, least. You're totally right. At
0: least those. Yeah, three. they clearly would have gone to this ceremony. Oh, they know. They fucking know. <laughs> you can tell long. by their
1: faces. You can tell. You're they're
0: like, oh, <laughs> let's see you get out of this one.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> all the townspeople also blame her for all their problems. Like, well, Bruno's not around anymore. So, <laughs> yeah, they're girl. Oh, yeah. oh i so just you think feel they like... go to school or
2: <laughs> no I, I, <laughs> see i i don't know the,
1: that's that's irrelevant to the plot. i was that also
2: very matter. upset because she's got glasses like how cut off are they from the rest of the world apparently they have an optometrist okay, like can, in their little is, you
1: need some suspension i, of I know yeah. i don't
2: know there's just a lot of things that i'm upset about i we mean just yeah we never find Ray's out
1: over here like okay so people, i mean
0: people have glasses
1: you know sure. <laughs> they are they got farming so you know if they got a plow they need metal but they can't climb the mountains in the <laughs> Encanto so they do
2: also have cameras so that's <laughs> I don't know but um, we just I feel like they never answer why she never got a door they don't like why she didn't get a gift why the door went away they
0: never really well cause it doesn't matter she's, she's special anyway and you are too kids <laughs>
2: so my it's not a good answer my well, thought is i like
0: it when you don't <laughs> I give me think your daughter likes it right yeah.
2: i mean i like it too but oh, okay. <laughs> i just don't like i feel like there in was movie, more that they should have told me
1: i like it when you don't give me enough and i have to kind of like fill in the blanks yeah. a little bit but yeah. if you don't give me enough to like reasonably have some guesses to fill in the blanks then you kind of you, you it drop right. the a little bit it.
2: more
0: yeah it's not like an experimental film it's a disney movie at the end of the day like yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I, I mean, I was fine with it. I was worried they were going to give her a power at the end. I'm glad that they didn't Me too. I felt like that would have been weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I really, unless I it was something like she always had the power and it was just like, being well adjusted despite everyone being mad at you your whole life.
2: <laughs> right. That could have been no. it. They could no. have like given us a little bit to be like, you've always had the power, or you are the miracle, or like you are going yeah, to be it's the like
0: one. To... Kind of sounds like miracle. I know. Maybe you're like, going to be up. like
2: the next abuela, we, basically, to yeah, lead the family. The...
1: We really like that in the end, they give her the doorknob. They're like, they're missing a doorknob. This is for you. And they give her the doorknob, and it has the M on it. And you're like, oh, but then we're
0: like, wait a second.
1: Their <laughs> last, the, the family name starts with an M. <laughs> You know, someone made yeah. it. Oh, Madrigal. <laughs> yeah,
0: Madrigal. Like Madrigals. Yeah, Madrigal. Yeah.
1: Madrigals. They, but like they made the doorknob. Oh, it's an M. And then someone was like, Oh, fucking,
0: tell her it's for her though. It'll, yeah, because then, she, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, good idea. You're special. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, th- and that's the thing, right? The house isn't magical until she puts her doorknob in the main door. So the whole house is hers. Thing. Yeah, but she doesn't. She doesn't get, a get room. her own room, but no, she can her sleep her in like, room, but the but kitchen. <laughs> She's, like, the most attuned with the house. You kind of get the vibe throughout. The house is fucking wicked cool. Yeah. The
1: house is really, really cool. The fact, like, a living house is not, like, a new concept. It's been done, like, in plenty of other movies. But the fact that they made the house so rhythmic in all its movements, like, when it, like, shuffles her shoes to where it, like, plays a little beat.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're totally right.
1: And then they incorporate it into a bunch of songs and stuff. And I'm like, wow, this is, like, wicked cool. Like, like because it's a musical that really basically only takes place in the house so yeah i mean the house is a fucking one of the instruments i guess
2: (laughs) yeah it's really cool at the end too it also bothered me because when she did that and the whole house turned magical the doors show up but all the doors are blank so i don't understand why they're all blank shouldn't they have come back like they all got their powers back shouldn't have just been you know
0: i didn't catch that yeah Yeah. it's not super (laughs) important the doors didn't come back they came they back, came back
2: as blank. But they're li- so you know back-
1: when Antonio goes to touch his door, and it's just like a it looks like a portal. All the doors look like that when they come back.
0: Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, why? I don't know. Cause the house is happy. Or yeah. it take it takes like a little while for that to uh, render. Gonna load in. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, that texture didn't load in yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're in the matrix.
2: So there's a couple yeah. things like that that just kind of bother me. I just needed a little bit more information so I could connect the dots myself. I just never was able to find like the right answer.
0: That's fair. Uh, overall, we liked this movie, though. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I think I'm
1: just... I, I did. I think, I like I said, I'm just a little upset because I feel like they did some things right. This could have been, like, one of the best Disney movies in the last 10 years.
0: Well, that, I mean, that that's a pretty good transition. Um, any any other things specific to Encanto we want to mention? Just w- one
1: real quick yeah. funny thing. The characters' ages, they're not well-defined, which I think is intentional. Mm-hmm. But I think most of them are still supposed to be children, including Louisa, which fucking kills me because at one point she goes up to Maribel. She just goes, oh, I shouldn't tell you this, but I, I heard the grownups talking. <laughs> and somebody right, yeah. who's got a voice like way deeper <laughs> <into> than <laughs> mind, just talking about the grownups. I cannot
0: hear and just not laugh every single time. I'm yeah, the, the word grownups did sort of rest not well on her.
2: Uh, the other thing that I really liked about the character design is... Is they made all of the couples like opposites of each other, which mm-hmm. was really fun because um, like her dad was super accident prone and her mom like healed people. And then um Peppa sure. was like, you know, this emotional wreck all the time. Like, you know, she was always like yelling and like throwing things around. And her husband was always like super chill and happy and like, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of going with the flow. Um was there another one?
1: Mariano and Dolores in the end. Oh,
2: yeah. Mariano and Dolores because Mariano's real loud and she, obviously she, Dolores is real quiet. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: yeah.
0: yeah that guy just kind of goes with the flow, I guess. I immediately suggest they get married. He just has so much love inside. Yeah, it's he so just funny. like switches gears up real quick. Just <laughs> What's whatever.
2: wrong? I just have so much love inside. Yeah. Boy, oh, yeah, Dolores, you should run, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like him. He's He seems to be the only like Male of that generation in town. It's <laughs> unclear if this is some kind of like Shyamalan Village situation, and they can't leave this town. It seems perhaps.
2: like they can't leave.
0: The
1: mountains around the Encanto are real high. Bruno yeah. mentions that he does. Yeah,
0: they're magic. They could just go. You'd think we'd have think another I, way to climb this high because we're magic. I, but no. <laughs> I th- I think I thought that was just Bruno making an excuse for why he didn't leave. But
1: <laughs> I thought so too. But I think it was also like but yeah, they, they do seem really
2: pretty high. Pretty high, yeah. Pretty
0: it's I mean inspired by a real um place in Colombia they went to. Presumably they were able to leave. No,
1: they're still there. They're
0: <laughs> still there. Pixar Studio, I mean uh, Disney Animation Studios was relocated. Uh okay, so yeah. What's your favorite song, Ben? I would think So, we, including the visuals, I think Surface Pressure is the most sort of traditional there's things happening and the characters are going somewhere in it. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, we don't talk about Bruno's really fun. It's just fun. It is. Really I fun. like the opening song a lot too. Yeah. They're all, they're all real good. Those would be my picks. Probably. Mm. How about you guys?
2: Um, I mean, we don't talk about Bruno's real good, um, but surface pressure I think is like a very close second.
1: I think I'm in the same boat, but I think surface pressure might be better.
0: Mm. Cool. Hmm. So, this is the 60th Walt Disney Animation Studios picture, mm-hmm. yep. uh, starting with Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs in 1937. And um, I told you guys to get your list ready. So, let's start at number 60 and work. <laughs> Work work to number
1: one. Oh, easy. Frozen 2,
0: number 60. (laughs) (laughs) Not Cars 3. Oh, that's Pixar. Oh, Oh my God. You're off the podcast. Oh, God. Well, there's, uh, I think, 24 Pixar movies, maybe, and uh, we can start at number 24. (laughs) Cars 3. (laughs) 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 Sounds about right. Okay. uh, Yeah. So I did mention to you guys before that I was curious to talk about sort of overall trends in Disney animation and animation in general in the last, like, 10 years-ish, they've been trying to get to, or I mean, maybe this is all, it's not like I've asked Mickey personally, but it seems like this is what Disney's trying to do, uh, because he won't return my calls. And um, (laughs) trying to get to a place where it's more of this kind of structure, right? And this is probably their best attempt at it, that there isn't a villain in this movie. There's Mm -hmm. not even really someone who is like, an antagonist there's like disagreements there's some bickering sure but it's it's more of like an emotional sort of introspective thing and uh, about you know better communications within your family and and then like you said you you know generational trauma but hey um so yeah I'm, i'm just curious do you guys like that or would you do you need a jafar to really connect
2: no i like it a lot i feel like it makes it way more relatable And I feel like you could... Yeah, I don't
0: know Jafar personally. No, no. So
2: You can like very emotionally connect with it if it's something that's more down to earth like that, I think.
1: I I like it a lot. I wouldn't want villains to be gone. Like every now and then throw me a movie with a villain. It'll be even better if it's like not like every single movie has the Jafar in it, honestly. Um, I still do like that here and there, but it is i feel like you can get a lot deeper when there's not this like evil person who wants to be evil for the sake of being evil because it's just like you said you can't relate with that and like i did like this whole idea like you said there's no there's not even an antagonist the worst person in the whole movie is the grandma the abuela and she very much wants the same thing that all the our main protagonist wants she's just not really going about it correctly
0: like repeatedly being like, this is no doubt the worst person in this movie.
1: Yes, <laughs> the worst person. Yeah. But she definitely has the like basically the same exact goal.
0: So the last the last ten years of Disney animated movies, um, starting in twenty twelve, Wreck It Ralph, Frozen, Big Hero Six, Zootopia, Moana, Ralph breaks the Internet, Frozen two, Raya and the Last Dragon, and Encanto. So there's some people, some people. There's some characters obviously that are villains in these movies. But there's a lot of people who like, at the end, like, oh, surprise, this person wasn't the villain or surprise, this person is the villain. And there's not so much like the kind of early Disney, even into, you know, the 90s and early 1000s stuff where there's a villain who is present from the beginning, manipulating the heroes and manipulating the story to try and like accomplish an overall goal. Even the first one, Wreck-It Ralph, the villain there is sort of just kind of like, doing his thing and they kind of accidentally find out that, Oh, this guy is this other guy and he's evil. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it either. It's tough. Right. Cause like, I think I have a certain, um, respect is a kind of weird word for it, but I can't think of a better one for the more traditional storytelling stuff. But yeah, I, I like to see them experiment, and try and push themselves in new directions, and this clearly seems like a thing that they're trying to challenge themselves to do. Yeah, I like checking
1: out stuff that's kind of new and different, so it's it's pretty cool. I like I said, I do like it when there is villains, though. Out of that like list you read, I think my favorite movie out of all those is Wreck It Ralph, and mm-hmm. although like there is like that like kind of twist, there is c- clearly like villainous antagonistic people present from like almost start to fill and finish
2: there are but i don't think that they're causing like the main conflict
1: it's true they it isn't i guess you don't know that at the time but that there's like yeah so it is a little different i guess but there's not the like, jafar it's not a jafar it,
0: right. no or it's ursula, ursula or, or, yeah for uh, sure uh, french peasants in beauty and the beast <laughs> <laughs> those guys are dicks yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry Ga- gaston's the villain there yeah <laughs> But even he's more of like an incidental villain I guess he's more of an opportunist who mm. sees like a, like an easy murder as his ticket to marriage uh, I always thought he was the hero that seems pretty evil <laughs> that seems pretty evil but he's not like ooh I'm gonna send Bell to the woods and then no. this will work out in my favor somehow he kind of just stumbles am, into it
1: I'm really sad that the viewers of this podcast are gonna miss out on your evil villain hand gesture you do oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the little like finger tapping yeah that's just
0: that's just straight guest on. yeah <laughs> One hundred percent guessed on, yep. <laughs> no doubt. Um, but yeah, no, exactly. Scar in Lion King, we mentioned, you know. Yeah, I do. Um, it was good when there was literally a character that just like was the evil witch. Yeah, I miss that. <laughs> <laughs> I do like something new. Like I said, just though, it
2: makes it more complex, and I like watching does. complex movies. You know,
1: I don't think I'll ever not like movies that do have villains or anything. Though, another one of the ones on that list that I think I really liked. Well, I think it was on that list, Big Hero 6. Mm-hmm. And this is a very much, What's I guess you list? you don't know who the villain is, but there, the, a villain shows up pretty early um, who's just like, this is a villain. And I love that movie.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Zootopia, it's the mafia and racism, I think. <laughs> and sheep. Sheep. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what that's a metaphor for. Um, <laughs> Could be a... And bureaucracy, I think. Uh,
1: Maybe... I think that movie aged okay, honestly. (laughs) Even with (laughs) everything that happens. You know what I mean? Like,
2: Uh, I don't know.
1: It's like not, it could have aged a lot worse than what it did.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I'm really curious because I have a kind of sneaking suspicion that I might have warmer feelings about Disney movies in the last 10 years than Pixar.
1: So we ranked, like, we thought of our list of what are the best Disney movies out of the last 10 years and the best Pixar movies are separately. After looking at them, I think we kind of came to the same conclusion that I think it's pretty close honestly, but I think Disney has like done better honestly in the last 10 years than Pixar has.
0: But c- certainly it. with like cultural penetration too. Yes. <laughs> I do kind of think a different word.
1: Like so the Pixar movies I like the most, I think are probably better than the Disney movies I like the most. I would
0: yes. I would
1: certainly agree. And I think still, although those Disney movies are better, I feel like Pixar does a better job at like really reaching you emotionally. I feel like the Disney movies, while they're like fun and I enjoy them, they don't really reach you at like an emotional level. And Pixar's real I'm good at that. i sitting there
2: crying for 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I was also kind of upset because I was looking at the list and I was like, oh, Pixar movies, this is going to be kind of difficult. But... You, They've been doing this for like 30 years, you know, and like yeah. the first one that uh, Toy Story is the first one that came out. Toy Story still holds up and it's like, well, I can't, I can't put Toy Story in this list, you know, Um, like Up was more than 10 years ago. Monsters, Inc. was more than 10 years ago. And those are all awesome movies and they yeah. still are um
1: i feel like disney honestly really started turning
0: around in the last like 10 years they
2: did because i was looking like that
0: that so that's why i made that cut i think Wreck-It ralph is what i would say is
2: the only one that didn't really make it that should have been in here was probably tangled and then before that but then i have to
0: say 12 years yeah
2: Yeah. 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 no i know i know (laughs) but um and then bolt was before that and our daughter's been kind of into bolt and um
1: bolt sucks it's
0: just not good yeah. It I, is not good. I don't know much about Bolt. I'll no, be not good. honest about it.
1: But Tangle's good. We did remember seeing Tangled like in theaters and being like, Wow, this yeah. is like could be a Pixar movie. This We
2: did, like- we said that, yeah. So I think that's when they really started turning yeah. around. They actually had some competition with Pixar for making like these incredible movies.
0: So yeah, you're so you're saying turning around, and and so this is what I'm really always fascinated by. Disney has that absolute golden age into the nineties. And then that tails off depending on who you ask at the end of the nineties, they have Tarzan. Maybe it's there. Um, They go, yeah, Hercules, Mulan, Tarzan. Then you probably say it's over. They go the remake of Fantasia, then dinosaur emperor's new groove. And we're into bomb territory. Atlantis, (laughs) Lilo and stitch people like, yeah, that's a good one. one I love love it. Yeah. Okay. So here's where they're really in the wilderness. Lilo and stitch is 2002. And up until, let's say, Tangle 2010, they go Treasure Planet, Brother Bear, Home on the Range, Chicken Little, Meet the Robinsons, Bolt, Princess and the Frog is maybe where they get their mojo back finally.
2: Uh, <laughs> Princess and the Frog, they just were like, oh man, this CGI thing is not working. We gotta right, <laughs> so yeah, let's go yeah. back to
0: our roots. I remember it being yeah. marketed as like, you guys like this, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. exactly. And I, and I do
0: like Princess and the Frog. Yeah. and And I like some of those movies too. I think Treasure Planet's really underrated. Um, but I could not tell you much about Brother Bear, Home on the Range, or Chicken Little, Meet the Robinsons, or Bolt. I can tell you Bolt's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sorry for those of you who are yelling at your uh, podcast player, but I just feel like, you know, those aren't really the movies that are hitting. So that's 2002 to 2010. Meanwhile, Pixar, 2002 to 2010, goes uh, Finding Nemo, Incredibles, Cars. <laughs> Ratatouille, Wally Up, Toy Story Three. Fucking killing it! So, Holy shit! <laughs> so fucking straight fire. <laughs> so just like choke slamming the Disney side of the stuff. The worst. Um,
2: poor worst, Mickey. Yeah. Poor
1: guys, <laughs> come on. <laughs> the worst movie in
2: Hurry there. Off, oh Jesus Christ! <laughs>
0: <laughs> the worst movie in there. It's probably Ratatouille. Ratatouille's good. I think Ratatouille might be the best movie in there. But I love what?
2: Ratatouille. I think but
0: it's that's underrated. Not, but that's but not in the range we had to rank. Yeah, no. we're, not, so we're not. not ranking those. That would be hard to rank, though. Those I, think, are when, when,
1: I yeah. think you'd be hard-pressed to find someone using those time ranges in those movies to say, oh, those Disney movies are better than those Pixar movies. Exactly. But in the last 10 years, There's oh, at, least at least this competition.
0: There's yeah. at least an argument.
1: Like I said, I think overall... It might be Disney, but like I said, the Pixar top ones I think are are better. Yeah. Um. And both of them, they're having in the last like 10 years, I feel like are not doing hot on sequels for the most part. Yeah. When they drop a sequel, I'm like, oh, uh, this is like one of your worst ones. There
2: are so I mean, they're not terrible. Like if you were to compare them the to Disney like are. other, <laughs> yeah, other franchises, but like, yeah, Pixar, the Incredibles 2 was good, but it, is it as good as like the originals that they've come out with?
0: No. Uh no, but I really like Incredibles too. I do too. Yeah, I but think I it, just love
1: Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, I think um they it is it's the it suffers because it's a Pixar movie and it's like I do like Incredibles too, but they make better ones. The yeah. Disney ones in the last ten years, surprise my my list. The bottom two are Frozen Two and Wreck-It Ralph Two. Those are not good movies.
0: Uh, I don't know if you've 50, seen fifty percent agree with you, um, but will you want to get into the list now? So. Th- Point being, Disney didn't own Pixar until, like, 2006. And while Disney was putting out, like, their worst-received movies in a couple decades, Pixar was winning Oscars. And, you know, the price probably went up. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Steve Jobs, Michael Eisner hated each other. Michael Eisner gets bounced. Bob Iger comes in. The story goes, he goes to a parade in Hong Kong Disney and realizes that all the characters in it are from Pixar movies. <laughs> and it's like <laughs> oh, we I remember were, hearing that like, story. Oh, we need to get Pixar on board. Yeah. Uh, we can't let them go to Warner Brothers, which was supposedly one of the things they were threatening uh, might happen. It's um, so, okay, so yeah, let's uh, recap. Um, I'll think of a smoother way to put this. But so since 2012, Wreck-It Ralph 1, Frozen, Big Hero 6, Zootopia, Moana, Ralph Breaks the Internet, Frozen 2, ryan the last dragon and in kanto that is disney animation studios um pixar and this is a lot to keep track of so i apologize but hey, since uh 2012 is brave monsters university inside out good dinosaur finding dory cars 3 coco incredibles 2 toy story 4 onward soul and luca
1: so my overall impression close i think disney edges them out although the- Best ones from Pixar are probably better than the best from Disney.
0: Uh, I don't think there's anything in either list that touches Coco like remotely.
1: So <laughs> yeah, uh, Coco was my probably number one. one. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Uh, but my number one from Disney, Wreck It Ralph. After Wreck It Ralph, it's probably Moana and then Big Hero Six. I think those are probably my top three from Disney. My bottom is Wreck It Ralph Two. Followed by Frozen 2. And if it matters, I think my next top one, my number four, I think is Frozen.
0: Okay, so that's everything but Zootopia and Rial and the Last Dragon and Encanto.
1: Yeah, Encanto, I do not know where I'm putting it. I've only yeah, just little, seen it. I, I, I gotta like digest really to decide. Those other ones are just in the middle somewhere.
2: So our lists are almost exactly the same because I did wreck Ralph number one. Moana's number two. I think Encanto's gonna slide in at number three, but I don't know yet. It's gotta it's gotta sink in for a little while. Okay. Uh Big Hero Six. Uh Frozen, Zootopia, Raya, Ralph Two, Frozen
1: Two.
0: Okay, our list might be identical. <laughs> haven't seen Raya, haven't seen Frozen 2. Um I would definitely have Wreck-It Ralph one, then Moana. Probably, yeah. I mean, Big Hero 6 I haven't watched in a while, but it's really good, right? It's
1: really good. I liked it a lot. Yeah,
0: I think I wasn't talking to the mic, so. <laughs> uh, Wreck-It Ralph 1, then Moana. Yeah, Big Hero 6. Then probably Ralph Breaks the Internet. Um, I'm not going to rank in Kanto either. Uh, so, yeah. That just leaves Zootopia. I think... Encanto will be somewhere in the middle there. Okay, yeah. Maybe four, maybe three-ish. Um, you guys seem to really dislike Frozen 2. Yeah.
1: yeah. Where's Frozen on
0: your list? Did you put it somewhere? Oh, I guess I didn't. Uh, is that just it's the middle not somewhere? not my way. thing. So, it's not my thing. Frozen is- I don't a- want to build a snowman.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so Frozen is a weird one for me because it feels weird to like- put it anywhere near the top of your list because it's like a movie that is absolutely just adored by four-year-old girls. But I remember when it came out, I was like, the songs are real good. I was like, the animation was real good, especially the way they animated the snow and stuff. It had like a fairly like unique plot at the time for like a Disney movie. And I was like, Oh, they kind of hit all the boxes with this one. Really? I think it was way overhyped. Like, like, it's not like they did anything really new. I think a lot of people were like, "Oh, this plot is like something they've never done before." It's like, no, no, they've done this before. It's just like not their typical like structure, really. So Frozen two was mean, garbage.
0: It's so their first princess movie when it comes out since Princess and the Frog, right? And then before that, the last princess movie. If you count Mulan, that's like a full, like what almost. For like 15 years yeah. before that so yeah. I think people liked it <laughs> so it had like, been a wh- it had been a while and it's kind of like a back to basics type thing with a twist for Disney yeah, yeah. I think people liked it too
1: because they're like oh the princess doesn't need a, a guy like that's the first time they've done that and I'm like no that is not the first time they've done that but it is nice when they do do that
0: yeah 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 it is it is yeah I, I think Frozen's fine I don't really like I don't like hate any of these movies yeah. maybe I would hate Frozen too it's really bad Uh how good is Wreck-It Ralph though oh man so, so good, it's awesome. Incredible.
1: Honestly, it's we almost a perfect movie. I was gonna I say where it's like it really is. So it could good. be perfect.
0: Yeah, I would have. So if Rocky Ralph one one is number one on the Disney list, um, off the top of my head, when we'll get more into Pixar when we do Pixar. Much as I like it, I probably have. If we're just going back to twenty, if we're just going back to twenty twelve, Coco was definitely over it. And then ones I'd have to think hard about. I really liked Soul. Luke has grown on me. Uh, inside Out, mm. those are probably the ones that I would maybe consider putting over Record. I don't know if I would. I'm just saying those that, that would be the mix.
2: I agree with that. I'd throw yeah. um, Onward into that too. Same.
0: Yeah, yeah. Dad, Dad, D- Dad, pants. The dad
1: movie, pants.
2: right? Love Dad pants.
1: Our kid until she learned the name called it Dad pants.
0: <laughs> um, and I also really like. Ralph breaks the internet and I guess you guys don't.
2: We don't. I, it's it's fine like what you watch it and it's okay. I think it's going to age really bad.
0: I
1: think it's going to age really poorly. <laughs> really
2: bad. Yeah, um
1: so bad. so bad. It's so bad.
2: <laughs> I think that's my big problem with it is that they they do a lot of like, you know, pop culture kind of like references in it and that's kind of what it's like some of the humor is built on. Um yeah, so it just felt kind of weird.
1: Yeah, I'm, that, that one didn't... We also don't like that it's like the opposite story of the first one. It is. <laughs> which is really weird. The first one's about how like you don't abandon your game and like that caused all these problems and the next one is like she's decided she is going to leave her game to go be in a new game because she likes it better.
0: <laughs> so yeah, my, my initial vibe, even as I was watching it, was a little bit of disappointment because I really liked the video game stuff and that seemed like a really fertile ground for them to play in and have a lot of jokes and stuff. And like, Oh, there's Q That's funny. Um, and then it, for it to be like the internet now, it's like, okay, well, that's not exactly what we were doing before. Yeah. And, uh, it was kind of, you know, I think the, f- they kind of minimized fix it, Felix a lot. And that was a, He's like yeah. he's like a pretty main character in the first movie.
2: Yeah, sad. Yeah, he's a good character yeah. too. If Calhoun him, is
0: Calhoun fun. too.
1: I like Calhoun, and yeah. she's just not like she's right. barely in it.
0: They're like barely in it, which is which is fine. They have a lot of other stuff to do. The um, vision of the internet as a bunch of places that you have to go do like errands at.
1: Yes. that was
2: kind of fun, and so, I liked uh, the little avatar things, you know, walking yeah. around, and that and was I, cute. Like I
1: said, I, I ranked it like second to last in my list, but it is not like. I, I absolutely like think this is the worst movie that's ever made or anything because Disney has had a good 10 years like those movies are that are above it they're all good you know what i mean yeah. the only thing on the list that i'm like this is just a steam pile of garbage is frozen to. is just horrible i did not like could it, it was horrible it was awful.
0: okay yeah I haven't seen it and I don't feel like i need to you know Might need to revisit big hero six because I don't really remember a lot about it
2: it's a good rewatch.
0: So we've revisited
1: all these movies like recently for the most part because our daughter wants to watch them all. So it's like kind of nice, honestly, for most of them to be like, oh, okay. Like, especially some of them, like for the most part, Disney and Pixar do pay a lot of attention to stuff. So if you rewatch movies, you're like, oh, like, what
0: is going on over there in the background?
1: And like, you notice things that like you don't catch on the first watch.
0: Yeah. So uh, that's probably a good place to wrap that stuff up. For uh, looking ahead to... Best animated feature in the Oscars, the three big ones this year, and then a fourth with an asterisk are Encanto, Mitchells versus the Machines, Luca. Oh, yeah. Big from Dent of this is the Disney one, this is the Lord and Miller one, and this is the Pixar one. And then the fourth one with an asterisk is a movie called Flea. I don't know if we've talked about it yet.
1: No, I haven't even heard of it.
0: Um, it's winning a lot of awards in different critic circles and... Awards that have been announced so far. Uh, it's a fully animated movie, but it's a documentary, and um, interesting. It's not for kids. <laughs> oh, that's really interesting. But it is technically an animated movie, and so it is in the same category as these other movies and a lot of other award shows. I ha- I would have to look at the short list to see if it if it's all mixed up in there too. But Ooh, um, yeah, so so it's a kind of interesting dynamic.
1: So I'm immediately interested because normally when we do our like Oscar ballots every year, one of the first things I do is I go over to the animated movie and I check off the one that I would bet a million dollars on is gonna win. And every year it wins and I'm like, cool, a free point. And this year I have no idea what is
0: gonna happen because
1: those are all really good movies.
0: Yeah, it's tough. It's a it's a well-liked Disney movie Yeah. that if Lin-Manuel Miranda wins best song in, then he gets his EGOT. Congratulations. Um, there's Mitchell's versus the machines, which is Lord and Miller. Phenomenal coming. Uh, I think this is the first time that they've produced an animated movie since Spider-Verse that obviously won best animated mm-hmm. feature. Um, And then the Luca. other one I said, was, yeah, Luca, which is, I Pixar. think at the time was considered like a kind of slight Pixar movie, like minor Pixar I think it's grown on a lot of people. It looks really cool. It doesn't look like other Pixar movies, not that they look bad, but it's just it's just its own thing. It's really funny. It tells a good story. I don't know.
1: It does. It honestly, like I felt like they perfected the like low stakes like storytelling in that where it's like
2: yeah, it was really good to watch.
1: It was great. You were like really sucked into it, even though like the only thing they're trying to do is get a Vespa, and like it
0: doesn't matter.
1: Yeah. but you're like but it matters to these kids it does and it's like that's all you needed and they did such a good job with it
0: yeah I I really liked Luca
1: we'll see I I do I think they all stand a chance I think Luca is less of a chance but I think it would deserve it if it won I wouldn't
2: no I love Luca but I feel like I don't know Disney released it right to Disney Plus and now it came out at like a weird time and I don't know. Now it's competing against Disney's other movie that they put out right at Oscar Like, I don't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just feel like they're not going to get it.
1: I'm curious to see if Encanto is going to win best original song. I never know what the songs are ahead of time for the most part. Usually I'll know the one or two that come from an animated film or like a musical that happens to get nominated for best picture.
2: Yeah. the, The choice of song for this one is kind of weird so i don't know
1: i feel like disney wins best original song a lot but i'm not 100 sure that that's correct i know they won one for frozen i thought they might have for frozen too but that doesn't seem right because their songs were horrible I and i know they lost on moana because fucking the city of stars won yeah which fucking nonsense some bullshit but
0: yeah How Far I'll Go was the Moana one that was a good song that's that's definitely a more more better song Uh so so yeah Oscar voting is January 27th to February 1st it's pretty soon and they're gonna announce the nominees uh, on February 8th and ceremonies March 27th so we'll know pretty soon oh that's good and we'll have
1: what's that like seven weeks to watch the movies about it's pretty good.
0: About that, yeah, and you guys will need to watch them all a little earlier than usual just so we can yes. record a podcast about yeah. Them. yeah, we can do that. Yeah. And give out our own cinematography award. Yes. The the late The late's. The ladies, but it sounds like ladies, so we have to really pronounce the T. Tea. Late tease. Late mm-hmm. I don't know.
1: We're gonna need some late tees. tees.
2: We're gonna give out one single late. <laughs>
0: all the single ladies <laughs> just, <laughs> uh, 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 um oh god
2: i think there's a lot of jokes that can that can
0: come from this i got to start thinking that's them. just that's a preview set your <laughs> set your automatic downloads now Yeah. sometime <laughs> in mid to late march that will <laughs> come out all right well uh, anything else we need to talk about in Kanto or in the overall picture of the last 10 years of popular animation <laughs>
1: i don't think so i think disney's on the right track for something good but
0: if we did a pixar movie what should we do wreck it ralph that's not pixar get the fuck. oh, oh what sorry is
2: i can't happening. This is i'm sorry i just i really want to do wreck it oh ralph.
0: my god it's toy story right you have to start with toy story
2: has somebody not seen toy story
0: that's the problem yeah i that's that's the problem
1: but Robbie, m- probably <laughs> seen anything.
0: i mean i guess it's toy
1: story but who doesn't who doesn't know toy story That's the problem.
0: We'll find someone. Not Uh, Monsters, Inc. is much... I mean,
2: Coco's great. Just kind
0: of newer. I bet people haven't seen Coco. Yeah, There's definitely people who haven't seen Coco. I have seen
1: Coco, but uh, Disney Plus keeps advertising me Coco in Spanish. If we want to do the podcast
0: on that, I haven't seen it yet. In Espanol. (laughs) (laughs) See, Coco. We'll be good at that. That's right. You're talking about like emotional resonance and in context. Uh, Like, well, nothing's hitting me like not like singing Coco. singing to Coco at the end. Yeah. Like, no. well, Just cry yeah, for 20 nope. minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I
2: was. I was looking at my list and I was like, oh, yep, cried the most during this one. It's going to go to the top. And then cried a little bit during this one. And like I'm looking at the Disney ones. I didn't cry during those.
1: No. Another <laughs> movie, which I feel like the movies I want to talk about the most and movies that I feel like fit the podcast well are movies like Coco where I have to sit and think about like. Well, how did I feel the first time this happened? Yeah. Because I'm never gonna get to feel that way again about this movie. And it was so like, yeah, an Toy Story experience 3 was
2: the most emotional one for me, to be honest. That I think one that's still why hits I, me. I rated it so high. And that was the one where I was working at the movie theater. I had seen it once already. I cried for the last like half hour of it, and then yes. um, the next day I was working and I had to go and like clean the theater after and. Uh, the timing was wrong on the, the little schedule they gave me, so I walked in, and there was still 20 minutes left of the movie, so I was sitting there and waiting, and then I just started crying, and now all these people are leaving the movies, and I'm just you know, working, and I'm there crying next to the trash barrel, like, oh, have a nice day.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then they kept making more Toy Stories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, guys, well... Uh- as, as you well know, I don't have to tell you this, but you can find us on Instagram at late to the movies underscore podcast. It is to the number not to spelled out. Same thing with the email. That's late to the movies at Gmail dot com. You can send us feedback, movie requests, questions so we can answer on the pod. Negative feedback Noah will filter out and not tell me about because I'm very sensitive. And um, <laughs> please, we'll someone, kick out of it. someone send a
1: scathing email about why I'm wrong about Encanto and why it's a plot story doesn't oh, suck because I would love. If it's to about know.
0: Greg, I can handle that.
1: Yeah, send it over. I want to know. Or even better, someone send a scathing email about why I'm wrong about how Frozen Two is. Because <laughs> I'd love oh, to know. I'd love what's, to hear what what a I'm defense of Frozen this. Two. Yeah. Yeah. Someone's got it. Yeah.
0: Sure, we can just look up like the five star reviews on Amazon or whatever. Um, yeah. Those won't be angry enough. No. <laughs> no, they'll be like really, yeah, yeah. They won't be personally angry at you. Yeah, that's I like, want that. That's part of it, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I see what you're saying. Okay, uh, so yeah, that's. Uh, oh, and you can go on tpublic.com and just find our late to the movies storefront by searching late to the movies on tpublic.com and buy a shirt. Buy seven. <laughs> I don't know. Seems like a good number. <laughs> Uh, Thanks for being on the podcast, guys. Oh, yeah. Thanks Thanks. for having us, man. Anytime.